Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good morning. Yes, we have an NFC East matchup on Sunday to discuss. Let's go! J. Will, Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hunt in for Max this morning. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. And Key, you missed it. What did I miss? J. Will, I mean, from way downtown. If Mike Breen was here, he would have yelled, bang! That was, like, he crumbled up some paper. It wasn't a read or anything. It was just some scrap paper, so don't worry about that. But And he just, I mean, from his seat mm, to that right garbage can, and right we're talking there. about a, it's a tiny aperture. It's not like it's a gigantic mm. hoop to shoot at. Aperture. And he, you, you, I mean, it was a swish. It felt right. It felt right. That was money. Yeah. I see Key shoot every single day. And well, I, I remember, you so know. This is not about Key. So, Jay, well, your name's stop. first on the show, kid. This ain't about as you tell us every single day. Every single so I want to wrap you. everything we say around you. That you know, that's how it works. Well, put it this way, Jay. <laughs> yes, that's Just my name. Just in case you haven't heard, say my name. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max from six to ten Eastern time. Yes. You know, just I just said that. I said that before you just said that, and then you just reminded in, me of what in, I just said. Just in case you haven't heard, see how it works. We emphasize the Keyshawn, Keyshawn Jay, Will, and Max, six to ten a.m. Eastern time on ESPN Two, why'd ESPN you, News. Why'd you perk up? ESPN we said app. Keyshawn. We emphasize. That's the the emphasis. Such gorgeous Keyshawn, you know, this handsome guy. This just in. Keyshawn's gorgeous. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Uh, we have a headline uh, matchup in the uh, NFC East, and the Cowboys have been off to a great start, and we've been throwing rose petals at their defense and just how good Dak is and everything. The Giants have had a terrible start, but last week started showing signs. So now we have the Giants and the Cowboys in a battle of not only two running backs we've heard of, obviously Zeke, Saquon, and maybe Saquon found some of his game after coming off the ACL last week. But Dak Prescott might be having a terrific season coming back from his injury. But Daniel Jones has been fantastic. I mean, I would say he's proving to be a stud for them, and that was a big question to be asked. So as we look at this matchup, what are we buying here? Are we buying the quarterback battle or are we buying the running back battle? Mm. I'm not buying either battle because the, the Cowboys team is head and shoulders above the New York Giants. So I'm not I'm not getting caught up in Daniel Jones beating New Orleans in overtime and then all of a sudden they, they've arrived. They, just slow it down a little bit. The Cowboys are potentially the favorite team in the NFC. If they continue to keep projecting, and I'm not talking about the NFC East. I'm talking about the NFC Conference. If they continue to project the way that they've been going, each game they've gotten better, starting off with the opening day on Thursday night against the defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They left a little bit too much juice in the bowl for Tom Brady. But then as you think about the win that they got on the road against the Charger team that has turned out pretty damn good, and then you look at what they did to a Carolina's defense, you, you watched that, and you watched – the way Dak Prescott has done things, the way Zeke's coming on, the way Amari Cooper is starting to develop into what they thought when they traded for him and paid him money, C.D. Lamb. They found a guy in Cedric Wilson out of nowhere. I mean, when you start to think about this team, healthy, off its line, and they're doing all this without Lyle Collins at the, at the right guard spot, or right tackle spot, I'm sorry. They're doing all this without their best defensive player and pass rusher 
in Demarcus Lawrence. So imagine when they get all of those guys back in the fold what they're going to be. And I understand for Giant fans like Jay Will and Max Kellerman and all that, the Giants look different than they did the beginning of the season. That's true. But they're not on the same level as the Dallas Cowboys right now. All right, Jay. And this is what Key just did there is exactly what happens with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. You go into a game like this thinking way go. above this team, way better than this team. And what usually happens? That's the game they end up losing. I, 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 I agree with Key that I think from a talent perspective, the trajectory, the ceiling for the Cowboys is higher than the ceiling for the Giants. Potential, right. I mean, but the Giants are an offsides play against the Washington football team away from being two and two. They did right? beat them. So yeah. the, the Giants do pose a challenging threat. Now, can they establish the run game with Saquon Barkley that gives Daniel Jones the flexibility to start attacking the wide receiving core of their play action? That's a legit question. We haven't seen Saquon Barkley have a peak performance like game yet. Where I have seen that from Tony Pollard, I have seen that from Ezekiel Elliott, and I have seen Dak play at a high level. Daniel Jones has been playing better. But as Kia has said multiple times on this show, they call it any given Sunday for a reason. The best team does not always win. This is a rivalry. And in rivalries, I've, I've seen it. I've played in one. You throw all these records out the window. Daniel Jones and the Giants do have the talent to beat the Dallas Cowboys. I, I don't know if it's definitely going to happen, but if they can put together the right game plan, which Jason Garrett's offensive game plan has been better, the defense has looked better, there's a legit chance there. Run, 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 pass, punt. That's not what they did last game against the Saints. They gave a lot more versatility in, you know, in their offense. Well, let me go back, though, to what I asked, and, and we'll, we'll go to the quarterbacks in a minute. But you, you do have two guys who are the premier as far as like when they were drafted and how much hype around them is Ezekiel Elliott and then, of course, Saquon Barkley. Both guys, when they are at their best, are among the best in the league. You, you're – this is a, a, a league, though, that we're seeing is becoming more and more pass, and running backs seem to be recyclable, right? Not replaceable, but recyclable, right? So out of these two, which one, if you had to, as we're talking about buying future in different teams and different uh, around the league, which one are you buying into most future-wise? Which one do you think will have the longer impact on his team? Dak Prescott. No, no, the running backs. Oh, running back. Yeah. I... I... Because Saquon's coming off injury, we really, other than his rookie year, we haven't yet seen that guy that we were expecting to see. And Elliot sort of, like, even though last week he started showing you signs again, wondering if now he becomes part of a two-headed monster instead of being the guy in Yeah, I kind of, I kind of, I'm going to lean towards Zeke in this one, though, Allen, because the offensive line is better. He splits a little bit of reps with Pollard, so it keeps him somewhat fresh. They're utilizing when they need to in the red zone. Uh, he catches the ball out of the backfield. So does Saquon. But I think the offensive line, the quarterback, all of that kind of gives him the edge in terms of if you're buying stock in a guy for the next three years, it would most likely be Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, it's unfair because it's not a head-to-head matchup. That, that dual running back option that Dallas has, similar to Cleveland, like it's just – Tony Pollard opens up the that field for Ezekiel tougher. in different, you know, different ways. So Daniel Jones be, has become the more important player on that team. 
I mean, I think he's an important player. I, I think Saquon is still one of the most important players because I think once you establish a run game, that opens up things for Daniel Jones. And I, I think Saquon, that O-line is the problem, though. You know, it, that's, that's always the problem. It has always been the problem, you know, even before Dave Gettleman, even though he's taking the brunt of the criticism. So with that conference now in mind, are you buying or selling the Giants' future? I'm selling it. Really? I'm selling it because I, I, I honestly think that the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys are the two teams in that conference. Dallas is above Philly, but Philly's above Washington and the Giants. I just I, I like what I saw, the fight that they put up against the Kansas City Chiefs in their young football team and a young coaching staff that will continue to develop. Jalen Hurts is going to continue to get better at the quarterback spot the more he plays. And I think for the most part, I think that you'll see where Philadelphia all of a sudden starts to look like real competitors in the NFC East. There's too much pressure on the New York Giants in stress from the front office on down to be successful. And I don't know that Washington, from an offensive perspective, have enough because their defense is not – as stout and strong as many believe coming into the season. Yeah, they're overrated defensively. Yeah, I'll make it easy for you, Alan. I'm selling the Giants, and I'll become a buyer of the Giants again when Dave Gettleman is no longer in place. Well, that starts a whole other thing, because if you're moving on from a GM after this season, then you ask, how are you not moving on from a coach? Because that never works, where you bring in a GM and you keep the coach, and they have to figure it out together, right? So now you're resetting everything, which changes – everything about your franchise, another reset for the Giants, another one. You don't have to move on from Joe Judge. I mean, you can if you bring in a new guy up top, like say, hypothetically, Lewis Riddick, right? Like there could be principles that Lewis Riddick can find that Joe Judge brings to the table. Obviously, he's not his guy. It doesn't mean he can't become his that's guy. A, that's a huge part of it, though. I that always is oh, a I huge part you. of it, right, Key? I mean, that's, if, they're, if that's what we're saying about the Giants, we're not buying into that. We're not buying their future and where they are as they're set up right now. That clearly means, as you said, there's so much pressure from up top on that franchise that changes then will be, you know, at the end of the season, which resets the clock for them again. Yeah, you're going to blow it up if you're going to blow it up. You're not going to piecemeal it together and try and figure it out. The pressure comes from the top and trickles all the way down to the sideline and onto the field. Um, Decisions have to be made about the quarterback. He's played well uh, this year. The the important part for him is not giving giving the ball to the other team. He's reduced that. He's not doing that nearly as often as he did in the past. Uh, But you still have reservation about what type of quarterback is he. Can you win with Daniel Jones? Maybe if Daniel Jones had a different coach with a different philosophy, different scheme, maybe he looks a different, maybe he looks different all the way around on a consistent basis, opposed to a one-trick pony type game against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, you know, a big test for him is going to be against the Dallas Cowboys at 4:25 Eastern Time on Sunday. Yeah. What will that look like? Especially against how hard that defense is playing in that secondary as well. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 is the number on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. As we're talking about NFL teams, the futures, who are you buying futures in on these NFL teams? And the Giants certainly being one of them. Other teams, so Key, you're buying in on the Eagles and the Cowboys. So so Washington, which Ron Rivera, uh, a defense that isn't very old, and, and last year was was stout, was really good, a playoff team a year ago, even though that division was terrible. 
because I guess the quarterback situation is a question mark? You know, is that why you're not buying their future? Well, I don't think the defense is good and the offense is not good enough to carry the defense. Where the defense, the defense was okay last year. I think a lot of people pushed it up because they had tough games and they won some games on defense. So the first thing people started talking about is how great this defense is. From the beginning of the outset of the start of the season, the season hadn't even started. And I said to people, man, y'all don't know what y'all looking at because that defense is not as good as you want them to be. You, you know, you get to look at that Chase Young because he got dreads and the hair flopping around. He jumping up and down after a sack, and it looks like, whoa, he's really doing something. It's like, y'all got to slow down a little bit, man. You got to really pay attention and play clo- close attention to what we are watching. When you talk about top defenses, you look at the Rams and what they were able to do a year ago as the number one defense. That's a top defense. Or what Carolina was able to do prior to – the Dallas Cowboy game. That's a top defense. Or, you know, or when we played in our Tampa Bay teams, that's top defenses. Or Erlacher in the bunch in Chicago, that's top defenses. Jay, are you buying into the Giants? Are you buying into Washington? Or do you agree with Key that it's the Cowboys and the Eagles that have the best futures right now in the division? I mean, the Eagles are set up correctly. Uh, the Cowboys, obviously, with Dak and, and their talent, yes. I, I'm, I, there's a part of me, I, I know we have to do one or the other. There's a part of me that just wants to press the whole button on the Washington football team. I was, you know, last year in three and outs, I mean, they were ranked second in the NFL. This year they're ranked 28th. That's mm-hmm. a drastic yeah. drop-off, man. Yeah. That's a huge drop-off. So if they can figure out how to get in between that, I do like Taylor Heineken. I'm, I'm waiting to kind of see what that defense can do, though. It's early. I'm holding. I'm it, holding. It's early, that. but they have not been. They have not been what we thought they'd be. A little bit like me. Like I said, Key said it. You don't know what you're looking at, and maybe we did overrate them. That, of course, is the question. All right, let's go to the Dr. Pepper call in line. Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. We got Alex in Pennsylvania. Whose future are you buying in on, Alex? Yeah. What do you guys think the Dolphins should do if Tua doesn't work out? Hmm. <laughs> Deshaun Watson. Get another, get another quarterback. Yep. <laughs> get right back on the market quick. Make those phone calls. Um, but they're a team you know, that everywhere else, like if you look around that team, they got a good coach. They've got a good defense. You know, they, they got a good defense. They like they've got weapons. Mm-hmm. They fight. It's That's just the one question mark is there. If they could fix that problem, bring in a veteran, it could turn things around quickly for them. You know, they fight. There's destinations when you start to talk about quarterbacks that could potentially be out there. Um, you know, I never, I never, ever, ever, ever thought that Tua was a franchise quarterback at Alabama. Uh, always had Justin Herbert rated higher than him. Um, but for whatever reason, the Dolphins decided and selected Tua and felt like he was going to be the answer for all their quarterback problems post-Dan Marino. And it hasn't worked up. It hasn't worked out that way yet, Allen. Uh, when you when you look at the ability to continue to build, uh, the general manager Greer has done a tremendous job at getting a foundation put together. And much like you said, the quarterback spot is the one piece that's missing. Uh, if Deshaun Watson becomes available and everything checks out to to the point where he could touch the field and play again, that's an option. Uh, it's always an option to go and flirt with Aaron Rodgers. It's out of the divi- out of the conference with Green Bay. You have some draft picks, so you might want to take a look at that and see. There's always 
Marcus Mariota, if you want to hmm. revisit that, mm-hmm. who, who could be a potential. So, we'll, I mean, you just got to wait and see. But I don't know that Tua is a long-term solution for the Dolphins at all. That's a huge question. We go to Castile in Indiana. Castile. Hey, guys. Key, well, you're my, one of my favorite receivers. Just wanted to say I believe in the Cowboys right now. Defense is playing at a high level. Um, we're taking care of business when we used to play down to our competition so far this year. So, if everybody stays healthy, we're going to be a tough. We're going to be a tough out. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Castile. I'm glad he said that because I, key that. That's what I think when when I went to Jay on that discussion of the Giant Cowboy game this weekend. That is or has been in their DNA of late, right? Where things are going well, then they'll play somebody you think they should beat, playing down to the competition, getting beat when they shouldn't. That just has been in their DNA. Is this year's team different? Well, first of all, when you say their DNA, right, you're right. But this is a different staff. It's a different players. This is not, unless you believe in some sort of juju magic type stuff that carries over, it has nothing to do with the uniforms or the stadium they play in. It got something to do with the leader and the direction and the message that that individual is sending. Dan Quinn is there now as a defensive-minded head coach who is now the defensive coordinator. That defensive unit is better than it's ever been, uh, and they're continuing to grow. Mike McCarthy is a former Super Bowl-winning head coach that hasn't forgot football despite what people may think about him and his personality and why he's there as Jerry's head coach. They are sitting pretty right now. They do not look like to me that the bottom is going to fall out. I know Stephen A. always says that, Oh, I can't wait. We'll see. We'll see. I don't, I don't, I don't see that happening right now. I, I just can't forecast based on the way that they're playing that it's going to happen. Certain things happened in the past where you're like, yeah, here we go. I don't see that. Okay. I don't see where all of a sudden Dak Prescott is going to turn the football over uh, or, or, you know, a catch is going to be missed. Yeah, I don't see where play. all of a sudden yeah. uh, Trayvon Diggs is going to give up a long play at the end of a game, things that have happened to them in the past. Okay. Yeah. Barring injury. Injury is the way. I mean, it, but no, yeah. It's I, fair. But, it's but fair. last year, what people tried to do, Key, was, you know, people tried to discount the fact that Dak Prescott was in the MVP conversation before he got hurt. And the offensive line was all banged. Everybody exactly, was banged up. Right? And it's like, oh, there, here it goes, fitting the same Brown narrative. Smith. Look, the bottom falls yeah. out again for Dallas. So, once again. He wasn't very good, though, when he got hurt. Before he got hurt. Oh, I, I hear you, but he was keeping yeah. them in games. It wasn't at the level it could be this year, obviously because they made a lot of changes even on the defensive side of the ball. But still, with his play offensively, it covered a lot of miss errors. Let's go back to the Dr. Pepper call in line. We go to Corey in Memphis. Go ahead, Corey. Yeah, how y'all doing today? Good. What's up, Corey? What's up, Corey, hey, man? man look, I'm going straight to the point, man. Uh, I like you, uh, Keyshawn, but I really just think you're a, a Washington hater. Uh but uh, we are not uh, uh, up under Philadelphia. We are two and two. Philadelphia is <laughs> one and three. We one and zero in division. Dallas one and zero in division. So, and as far as defense is concerned, as the games go, people figure it out to get together. Like Kansas City, they're going to get theirs together. Like Tampa Bay defense, they're going to get theirs together. They ain't playing like they was last year either. Preach. So, don't don't hang up, team- Corey. Hold on, man. Don't hang up. So why am I a hater? Because I just picked Philly in front of them because and picked pick the Cowboys in front of them? Because you talk about the Cowboys like that because you played for them. Mm. But, no, uh, I don't. Uh, Washington, 
as far as Washington biased, is concerned, key. I, you know, they you know want to put my team down, but my team going to be all right. Uh, all right, look, okay, so, Corey, I'm going to do your favor. Washington, the best team in the damn division, man. They getting ready to win no, it all. No, they're not condescending, Keyshawn. Is that better? Is that better? See what I got to deal with nah, every day, Corey? Man, we gotta fight. You got to fight for your rights, like the song said, man. We'll be all right. Hey, hey, Corey, Corey, but, Corey, real quick, Corey, 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 real quick. This is what I want you to do. I want you to now counter what Key said. Like, give give us the reason why you believe Washington should be up there in the conversation with the Cowboys. And don't just say they'll figure out the defense. Give me something a little more detailed. Okay, as far as, uh, as, far as uh, being in that division within itself, it always be rougher than what it is. And, 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 and New York is a sleeper for this weekend. So you, you never know how it goes. But I'm not trying to hate on, on, on Dallas. You know what I'm saying? My, my girl, she's a Cowboy fan. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't nothing like that. I just... Everybody want to always throw them over the top of the Super Bowl and then finish at eight and eight. So, and so, 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 hold on, hold on, real quick, Corey. I like your conversation. Yeah. So, really, what you telling me is that you don't like the Cowboys. So, anytime somebody say something about positive about the Cowboys, it becomes problematic to you because you don't believe that the Washington Football Team gets its just due when the defense is in the third half of the defensive statistical categories in the National Football League. Not the second half, the third. That means the bottom. I I understand what you're saying. I kind of think that uh, uh, Del Rio is kind of like the uh, coordinator that you guys had last year. He's not uh, using it to the best of his abilities, but at the same time, I'm I'm thinking around about week six or something like that. I think it will be a more, you know, Provable defense. Corey, so, tell, oh, Corey this is so what you need to say, Corey. Corey, this is what you need to say. Man. Keyshawn said that the Chargers were the best team in football potentially, right? That's your loss. And then you played against the Bills, who I've been saying are the best team in the AFC. So the battle for who the best team in the AFC are the two losses that the Washington football team has. Mm. Just saying. That's a good point. That's a great point Thank for you, Corey. Corey, 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 Corey call. call back be after good. week seven, you brother. like you said. Yes. Week seven, I need you to call back and tell me Ooh. how much better – the defense has gotten. I just love the fact. Okay, that he, all right. I, I thought you was the I thought you was the best wide receiver back then too. Keisha. Hey man, See? thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Don't hype but him guess up, what? Corey. No, at the no, end, you see what he did. But, get, but no, but guess what? He could have thought that others didn't think so. Oh well. <laughs> Corey, we thank you, and, and I think it's also extra special to add there that he said his girl is a Cowboys fan, so he has to hear it all the time. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. Protecting your small business is a big deal. Cover what you've worked so hard for. Visit ProgressiveCommercial.com. we got a sneaky good game between young quarterbacks. One team found theirs, but has the other. The answer we give you next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again. 
by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Oh, yes, just one of several big games this weekend as we're already into week five of the NFL season. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Alan Hahn in for Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. We'll chat with Dan Graziano here in a few minutes. But let's go back to the Dr. Pepper call-in line because we have Vito in Staten Island who has a question, or do you have a hot take, Vito? Vito. Hi, guys. I'm big fans of yours. And I want to ask you about how tough the NFL division with all these quarterbacks shining. And like I said, I'm big fans of yours, and I know that you'll give me the right answer. But how high is the ceiling of any of the quarterbacks? Like coming out, you know, I think that they'll surpass like the, the other great quarterbacks. You mean the, you mean, you you mean the young quarterbacks in the league right now? Yeah, how good are they in shining are, your how about this, Vito, Which division? Who, who in your mind is the best young quarterback in the league right now? Uh, second year, man, I like I, – I, I see the Herbert, the way Justin he Herbert. just like responds to, to the game plan and to the, to the new coach. He just impresses me. It's amazing a guy that wasn't supposed to start week one last year has really emerged a year later – as one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. But, Kia, I think it starts and ends the conversation there with Patrick Mahomes. But there are guys pushing up. I mean, we know Lamar's already won an MVP. Josh Allen's there. And Herbert's really starting to make a case, too, as somebody that is must-watch. Yeah, all all those guys, they they already, you know, surpassed the expectations as far as I'm concerned. Much like you said, though, Allen, they've already done some things. They've won playoff games couple MVPs between the two of them and Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. You know, Josh Josh Allen is a young quarterback that continues to get better. Um, you know, getting Emmanuel Sanders and, and having Stephon Diggs helps him tremendously. I want to see him continue, though. I want to see him continue to get better. Uh, then when you talk about Justin Herbert, yes, last year was a fabulous year, and this year has been pretty good, too. And he'll continue to get better. He's throwing to some dynamic playmakers mm-hmm. – in Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, and Cook the tight end with Austin Eckler coming out of the backfield. So when you start to look at that, you know, Rashawn Slater, the big left tackle, when you start to look at that team in Los Angeles, that is the Chargers and not the Rams, they got a pretty high ceiling. I mean, they, they, they're they going to continue to get better over time, and I think he could be one of the top four to five quarterbacks in the next couple years here in the National Football League for sure. Oh, I, I agree with you on Justin Herbert for sure. Another person I don't want to disregard is Kyler Murray. And I know that, you know, metric-wise, height-wise, he isn't the tallest quarterback. He's not the traditional guy that you say, oh, he's 6'4", he's big, look at how he moves. But, I mean, the guy two years ago threw for 3,700 yards. Last year he threw for 3,900 yards. This year he's already projected to go for over 4,000 yards. I mean, 26 TDs last year, already has nine this year, that receiving core – 
AJ Green. I mean, they they have the pieces, and they are one of the hottest teams in the NFL. We don't really always talk about Kyler Murray in that conversation. I feel, but I feel like, yeah, I almost feel like with him, we still are like I need to see it for a whole. Like I know last year because he was injured, it wasn't last year. It, it wasn't translating to wins towards the end of the year. There was obviously the one great throw, but other than that, but isn't it's like the same with Justin Herbert. This year, it is translating to wins. You're right; it's translating to wins. But you know, Kyler Murray was the number one overall pick. Baker Mayfield was a number overall number one overall pick in a quarterback draft that now when you look back at it, you, you do kind of wonder, is he one of the young quarterbacks? You know, when you're number one overall, you should be one of the young quarterbacks pushing up saying you're going to be you know, the next stars in the league. Is Baker that guy? Bart Scott, co-host of a show that is a fantastic show that you've got to listen to at noon Eastern, Bart and Han, the other co-host on that show, by the way, dashing. Uh, he said this on Get Up about Baker Mayfield, and it's pretty critical. Could you imagine Aaron Rodgers on a squad like this? Ooh. I mean, you upgrade that position just a little bit, and they become the prohibited favorite for the Super Bowl. This team has two of everything, two tight ends, two great receivers, like two great tackles, the best offensive line of the game, two great running backs. I mean, what else can a guy need or ask for? He should be playing at a high level. And listen, I disagree totally with Dan Orlovsky. Like, it's not, a, it's not an Odell problem. It's a Baker Mayfield skill problem. Because when I look at those three plays, I see Odell Beckham looking about to make a reservation for six in the end zone, about to hit his head on the goalposts. So I don't know what Dan's talking about, but this is a guy that's wide open. You throw to the good players. Listen, he's limited in his ability. It's always been the case. And if you could redo that draft all over with, how many people would pick Baker Mayfield first? See, that's the question. And if Sam Darnold is in Cleveland, are they a better team? Yeah. I think they I, I think I don't know that they're a better team. You may get better quarterback play. Wouldn't that make them a better team? Not necessarily. It, does, it, it Not necessarily. We just may see certain things that they are not able to do within their offense that they're able to do with Sam Darnold and not Baker Mayfield or Aaron Rodgers and not Baker Mayfield. doesn't make them a better team, though. I mean, damn, man, they are, what, 4-1, 3-1? What's the record? That's Four. what I'm saying. I mean, like, it's not like they're losing games. No, they're not losing games, but they're not – like, I guess the argument is – are they are they winning because of him, or are they winning because of defense and, of course, their running game? Well, but, we they're, can, they're, but, but we can pick and point to a lot of, of teams that way, though. Allen, are they winning because of this dude? Are they winning because right. of that? I mean, you know, I mean how about I, Car- I Carolina? Is, is Carolina winning because of their defense? I mean, I, Sam Donald's putting up points, but defense, too. It's but, both. But you it's, need that balance. That's what I'm saying. It's all. But I, I phrased it wrong. I phrased it wrong, Jay. I, I, it probably should have been, when you take a quarterback number one, that's generally a guy, when you have a team that your roster's that good with that much talent, you think, we can win a Super Bowl, right? So is he good enough to get them to that point? Yes. I think he yeah. is, yes. yes. Okay. As long as – To win a Super Bowl. But, but CK, you know the problem is going to be that Baker Mayfield will forever be at fault because he was chosen number one, right? Like it was a decision that he made. <laughs> right? he, like he didn't make this decision. That's fair. This is where they decided to take a chance on him at that given time and with the, with the way they were running their organization – and I do think we've had a lot of quarterbacks that have been good game-managing quarterbacks that have had big-time moments that have won Super Bowls because of the talent you have around them and the defense that backs them. If Baker Mayfield can do what he did a year ago and that defense can continue to keep moving things forward, they will find themselves in the AFC Championship game at some point in time and potentially a Super Bowl. All right, it's KJM. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. It brought to you by Goodyear, of course. College football's heating up. Goodyear knows the passion it takes to drive every game forward, whether your team's home or away, the traditions that bring us together is still the same. 
That's the road that moves us. Goodyear, more driven. Well, speaking of Baker Mayfield, we'll tell you if the torn labrum is hot news or not news. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. In studio, we have Dan Graziano. We got him all tracked, hooked up, ready to go. <laughs> ready to go. Giving us the turn. straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Let's do some hot news or not news, Evan Wilner. Yeah, let's do it. Dan. Russell Wilson has a badly sprained finger, Pete Carroll says. That hot news or not news? This is scorching hot news. I mean, this is an inferno uh, as news goes. Russell Wilson's never missed a game. His 11th season in the, in the league, he's never missed a game. They're, they're, they're worried in Seattle. Like, I mean, they're going to check it out and see what the treatment plan is. They have 10 days till the next game. But the fact that he couldn't finish the game really matters. I mean, because this is a tough guy who's played through some stuff. He, it's not a question of could he tolerate the pain. It's a question of could he grip and throw the ball. And the answer was no. And if the answer is still no in a week, 10 days, they could be looking at Geno Smith as a starter. By the way, looked pretty good last night. He did. This is hot news for me because it leads me to this question that I have to ask you. Where do you think the chances are that Russell Wilson stays in Seattle? Ooh. Well, I, look, I mean, I think I think there's a chance that he doesn't, and I think that's always been the case, right? We heard some discontent being voiced in this past offseason. They were able to settle that down and put it behind them. But, you know, if the season goes badly, then there could be more of that. Two years left on the contract after this. None of the money's guaranteed. He'll probably want a new contract. He and Seattle are going to have to figure out whether they want to stay together or not. There's a, Look, they, they got 12 more games in the regular season, and hopefully for their sake more than that to figure all this out. But if if it goes south, I don't think Russell Wilson leaving Seattle after this year is off the table at all. Clearly this news will leave them sleepless in Seattle. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, that went over big. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great reaction off that control, one. Here we go, the Evan. Control room is just, you know, in stitches. <laughs> I'm laughing and that's really all that matters. Evidently. Control room more like a kitchen cuz Baker Mayfield has a torn labrum in his non-throwing arm. Hot news or not news? Mm. What? I, I think it's hot news. The Browns would tell you that it's not. Uh, he's not even on the injury report, so they're, they're, they're of the mind that it's not affecting his performance. I, I'm, I've never been a professional athlete, let alone a quarterback. I, I would have to think it affects you in some way, and you have to at least get used to the feeling of uh, having a torn labrum in your non-throwing shoulder. 
Um, my understanding is he's at least practiced, if not played, with a harness there. So it's got to be affecting him a little bit. I say hot news. The Browns would disagree. Yeah, I, I say hot news just because of, look, the torn labrum comes out now, even though it happened versus the Texans, right? It was week two. And my thing is whenever there's extension talk contract-wise, yeah, right? then like when these little things come out, like now that's something that you know how it works. You know, your contract comes, oh, well, you know, you didn't – you didn't really live up to where well, you were last year. We know you had the torn labrum, but... I mean, we can see what happened there. Like, he got hit in the shoulder trying to make a tackle. So, like, I'll, right. I'll buy that he's hurt. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, the contract thing is hanging over Baker Mayfield and the Browns for sure. Yeah, and for, for him, again, I mean, that's just the way he plays. So, you know, people will say, well, he shouldn't be making a play like that. If you're a quarterback, why would you leave with your shoulder? I think he's just trying to make a play. It's lingering. It's bothering him. And you put it out there for several reasons. One, to let... Let everybody know yes. this might be why he's not throwing the ball well, but you're also letting your opponent know if he's playing, hey, that's the spot you might want to hit him. Mm, that's a good point. I think uh, a lot of fantasy people want to know, fantasy football people want to know mm. if this is hot news or not news. Dan, Christian McCaffrey feels good about Ooh. a possible return Sunday. Hot news or not news? You mean real people but who play fantasy football. Yes. Right. Yeah, okay, I got it. Yeah, I think it's hot news because he he practiced the last couple of days. The Carolina's still saying game time decision. But if he has a good practice today and he, and he feels good, they, he could be back from that hamstring injury as early as Sunday, which, of course, is huge news. One of the best players in the entire league. Uh, and, and they need him back and healthy. They're three and one coming off their first loss. I'm sure they want to get back on track and, uh, and and assert themselves as a real potential contender. Obviously, McCaffrey would help that. Hot news. Now, you, the way you put that, real potential contender, I was going to ask no, you as a follow-up. five. I understand, yeah. but we like to overreact. You sure. tend to... Join in on that overreaction thing. I like to what? moderate. moderate <laughs> He's a weekly column, overreaction, exactly, which is why I'm going there. Plug it, Dan. Come <laughs> yes, on. come on, man. I was trying to help you, but he's like, I like to moderate. Well, actually, yeah, your Modul column says you know. Was the word. With, yeah. with, with what they do, yeah. with what they've done with the defense, yeah, and then if if McCaffrey can come back and now finally stay healthy, yeah. I mean, that's a legit playoff team, is it not? Yes. Oh, without a doubt. I, I think they're good enough. Look, I mean, I, the, the receiving talent around Sam Donald, if they can keep him protected so far, so good on that. And the defense looks like a top-level unit. And, by the way, just collecting cornerbacks. They're trading for a cornerback every single week now. C.J. Henderson <laughs> one week. Enough. Stephon Gilmore the next. I mean, they're they're all in. They believe that they're, they're going to make a run, and I think they're the team that's most likely to push Tampa Bay in that division. I, I was going to say exactly the same thing. I mean, it – they're not that far off from Tampa Bay. I'm telling you that. I mean, I know Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, but that defense and that secondary Same questionable. Record. You saw the way they attacked Richard Sherman in their last game against the Patriots. I, they're not that far off. Yeah, Tampa Bay would like to be collecting some cornerbacks exactly. like Carolina is. They're <laughs> no a little short there. It. Evan, Cat hot news or not right? news, we continue. Lamar Jackson wants all quarterbacks to be protected, not just myself, quote from Lamar Jackson. Hot news or not news? Well, it's not news because quarterbacks have been saying this for a long time. I remember – I, when I covered the Giants, whenever we talked to Eli Manning about some rules controversy involving quarterbacks or when they change a rule to protect the quarterback, he would always assert that if this was the good thing for football, that quarterbacks don't get hurt because that's who people are paying to see. And it was one of the rare sort of ego moments I ever saw from Eli. But he, this was a position he held and I'm sure still holds that uh, the game is better when the top quarterbacks are on the field. So anything that protects them uh, is, a, is a net positive for the NFL. Amazing it, for the guy who never missed a start. Yeah. <laughs> he would but talk he knew about protecting how a quarterback. How important that was. He how do you certainly knows. How do you protect the quarterback more, Dan? Yeah. I, you could put like a, 
You know, how, like when the Pope goes around in that car with the bubble, <laughs> right? Like you could do one of those. <laughs> right. You ever saw? Uh, it's gonna be hard to throw. You ever see those bubbles you can put? Like everybody just runs into each oh, other, yeah, bangs yeah, around yeah. in. Maybe That'd just put the quarterback in that. I'd watch that. For Baker a would be all right I if he I had do that. find the timing of this comment interesting, though. Coming off that Denver game, you know, yeah. Vic Fangio obviously saying about them running for a hundred yard. Yeah. You got this aspect of it. Just interesting. And the other funny thing is that Lamar got hurt not by getting hit, but by doing a flip. Yeah. Right. So it was, landing on his protect rear end yourself in the end from zone. yourself. Yourself. Maybe. Yeah. He wasn't flipping over anybody. Didn't no, have to. Just flip. wanted to flip. Just putting on a show for the people. Evan mm. flipped first. Last one. Key predicted yesterday that Matt Nagy Ooh. would get an extension after the season. <laughs> Dan, oh. hot news, not news. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I mean, if if it happened, it would be hot news. But I think we're a long way from that. <laughs> I, I mean, I, like we don't. What's their record going to be at the end of the season? That will determine whether Matt Nagy comes back, gets an extension, makes it that far. So yeah, I mean. I mean, they, they have 13 more games to play. I mean, this is the, literally the longest season ever. So I can't um, – I, I, I guess, what is he saying? That Justin Fields will be that good? Is, that, is that the premise? Either I guess. That or maybe just Matt Nagy will stop talking. Because <laughs> I imagine that would be the one reason why you'd want to fire him amongst anything else. Dan, thanks so much. Always fun. Always. Appreciate my pleasure. You. Glad we got it on track. Yes. <laughs> much more. <laughs> little inside joke. Much more coming up on KJM, including Key's reaction to the way Graziano reacted. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.